Hello, welcome back to Out of Our Heads, a pop culture podcast from the minds of Jill Bortner and the woman respecter, Nick Protopapis. Wow. How are you doing today, Nick? The woman respecter, I hardly knew her. Boom. Oh, no. <laughs> the people, they, they just came in, they barged into Nick's room. They're taking, they're taking his plaque away. Damn it. <laughs> they stormed in. Oh, no, they're ruining the place. Oh, no, they're kicking him. <laughs> oh, God. Joe, Joe, you put a trap for me. Oh God! That was a trap, right? You knew I'd say that. <laughs> oh, one joke in the world is torn apart. How can one podcast boy go on without his co-host? Joe, my spleen hurts. They took my spleen <laughs> and took my bag. <laughs> Nick, finals are over. Life is good. That's that's good to hear. You should buy a lot of shirts to represent that. Hold on, life is good. Shirt. A lot of, I I. Hmm. Does that man kind of scare you? The life is good man. Yeah. Not me. Not even a little. I thought. Don't you have a couple life is good shirts? Like I'm not, I'm not saying he like you wake up in the night sweating. Like I you know I just mean like he's a little weird looking. You know like. If he was humanized, like if he was a real, real. Person. Hold on, hold on. I'm I'm googling the life is good man. Like he's very pale and has like big black eyes that don't like soulless eyes, and he's always smiling. You know, it's a little scary. No. I guess he's he's wearing sunglasses. Is he? Yeah. And a beret. Uh, life's good man. Hmm. That's a that's a Joe, how did you look up and find that man? I said I searched life is good and then there are some images of him. Oh. But he doesn't he doesn't have hair. He has a beret. Yeah. Which he wears scary. everywhere. Isn't he a little bit scary? Yeah. And he's always got the same like horrifying grin. Yeah, exactly. See? Yeah, like we should we should uh, edit some of these so he's like stabbing someone, but like has the same face or like, you know, kind of a kind of a Pennywise from the hit movie It. No, I'm done with this joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, so I am I'm back in Somerville, Massachusetts. I'm enjoying my time home, I'm and glad. that's that's all I have to say about that. Is life good, Joe? Because the life good man's coming. Life good man. Life is good. I think he's is the is the meta narrative we've. Is the narrative we've established that the life is good man comes to to hunt you down if you're not having fun? No, if your life is too good, and it, if your life is too good, if your life is better than his, then he gets real angry. Well, he gets real happy. <laughs> his real life happy. isn't even great. His life is just good. <laughs> yeah, but hey, Joe, that's the thing. If you surpass how good his life is, <laughs> he, gets, he gets that grin across his face, and he he comes to set things straight. Because think about it, Joe. If your life is better than the life is good man, where's his brand? Right. Okay, I see. So under under the reality that you created, no one no one has a great life. Everyone just has a good life, and a life that is good is is less good than the life is good man's life. Well, you you can have a better life. It's just that he will come and kick your spleen until it's not as good. Huh. It's just okay. Okay. So. <laughs> Not everyone. I mean, he can't kick everyone's spleen. There's just a chance, you know. 
Okay, okay, I see. Just that makes man, sense to me. So he probably has a right. family. Does he have a family? There's a there's a I was just looking at it. There there is a life is good women character. Yeah, he has a he has a female counterpart who's making the same face. But oh. she's not wearing a beret, she has hair. That's okay. People wear different things and have different amounts of hair. Oh, you'll like this. They they've got one. Uh it's like her walking. It says Wander Woman. <laughs> I don't I don't love that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with it. I, I really respect it though. Right. Like uh <laughs> Nick, you've got a thing for me this week? Yeah, Joe, I have a thing for you, and you're not you're not gonna believe what it is this week. Okay. Alright, this week I'm 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 gonna talk about the sexiest movie of all time. Dirty Dancing. Oh no. What? Oh no. The show's Why? over. <laughs> Why? Sexiest anyway. movie of all time. <laughs> is, um, is it not? The sexiest movie of all time. <laughs> Joe, have you seen it? I I don't know anything about Dirty Dancing. It's a oh. bit. Oh, okay. I didn't. Okay, well, it's the sexiest movie of all time. Anyways, um, here's something good about this movie. First of all, it's a great movie. Um, just hands down, I've never seen it, um, and I, I just, I didn't really know anything about it except that it was called Dirty Dancing, and that interested me. Um, mm-hmm. This movie uh, has a sixty-nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Is that true? Yes. I would give this movie a ten out of ten. I think this is a great movie. This is one of my favorite movies I've ever seen. I mean, Nick, you just described it as the sexiest movie of all time. Of course it has a 69% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, uh, you got me. I just was I got expecting you. 100. I'm sorry. Is that even a real rating? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, okay, I think it's please great continue. <laughs> okay, just hands down great movie. I mean, it's, you know, the plot's pretty simple. Here's how, here's how the plot goes. Uh, the girl, the sister from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yes, her. Um... He's like, oh boy, here I am at camp, well, not camp, at a vacation home, at a summer vacation camp for adults, a hotel, a resort. She's somewhere with her parents and her sister. And uh, it's like a big adult camp. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know, I, apparently I can't describe this very well. But uh, anyways, there's some dancing going on. And uh, due to some, some you know, unforeseen circumstances, she's got to learn how to dance by a certain amount of time. And she doesn't know anything about dancing. And her dance instructor's hot. There you go. Okay, sounds sounds good. And she's got to be super good it. at it, you know. And then she the montage dance learns, you know, you know the deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, so that's the plot. It's pretty simple, but the the acting's really good. Uh, the music's really good. Um, it's funny, often, and it's you know it's well written. It's a good movie. Um, Anyways, if you haven't seen it, you definitely should. It's a, it's a, you know it's a romance movie, so you kind of see where this is going. I I hope, I hope you see where it's going. Um, I, I I do in fact see where it's going. They they okay. they're gonna be in love, um, and they're yeah. gonna dance together. Also, they're gonna do some dirty dancing. Together. Yeah, and here's the cool thing about this movie, and well, the coolest part of this movie is the dancing, which is I think is super cool. You know you know mm-hmm. when you go on a movie and it's like a certain time movie, and you're like. I, it like changes you for a second, like for a, like you come in a movie. I, you know, I once came out of um, Kung Fu Panda the first time. I was like, oh, I want to learn Kung Fu, right? 
I'm not sure if that happened. Right. Okay. That's that's the same reaction I had when I saw Kung Fu Panda, the oh, movie good. about the wow. panda that learns Kung Fu. Nice. Do you have anything else like that? You know the sorts of reactions, though. Nick, I was, I was being sarcastic. <laughs> oh, what? What do you mean? <laughs> you were like eight when that movie came out. Is that so unreasonable? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I came out of Kung Fu Panda and I was like, oh, Kung Fu is the coolest ever. And I would like, you know, around my house for a while. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. I respect that. I respect that. Yeah, have you ever had anything like that for a movie? I can't. Hmm. You I think mean, every time I see every time I see a Spider Man movie, I do want to go be Spider Man. Okay, yeah, yeah, um, I like that. that. Exactly, actually. Yeah. Um, anyway, so this movie, the dancing in this movie is just great to watch, and there's so much time in this movie that isn't anything but watching people dance that you would think mm-hmm. it would be like disruptive and like disrupt the pacing, but it's totally not. It's actually great to watch because it's you know. It's aesthetic to watch. It's like people dancing. Um, and I like I like the big amount that dancing, sort of the centerpiece of this movie, takes up on the screen. Like a lot of the a lot of the, you know, plot moving through the plot in this movie, a lot of the things are dancing. Like obviously, okay, huh. the thing she's learning is dancing, but that's also how they fall in love. It's like you see them falling in love by dancing together and the way that's sort of shot and the different dances they're doing. And then like, you know, the inciting action is also dancing. It's like, oh, it's like you walk into this, you know, setting and everyone's dancing and it's like, that's a dirtier dancing in that scene. Um, And you get the Mm. idea like, okay, this is, this is the conflict in the movie sort of, you know, more or less. Um, And then of course, you know, the final scene is dancing and I'm sort of, you know, as I'm saying this, I realize it sounds like any movie where you have to train to do something, you know, like Rocky is boxing, right? Like, well, you know, the inciting action is the boxing, like the training is the boxing, like, you know what I mean? Like you could say the same things, but it is a bit different because watching dancing is really immersive and it's different from watching boxing, I think. Um, And that you can spend so much time just on the dancing, whereas the boxing, you can't. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, nice. You have to cut the boxing up, but like the dancing has so much emotion behind it that you can use it in different ways um, and use it Mm -hmm. for longer amounts of time to sort of tell how a scene is going. Um, and you know, it's emotional. So you can have characters, emotions shown instead of like dialogue or like going and them going and doing something. It's just like in the way they're dancing. Um, and I think that's cool. Pretty great. Yeah. Anyway. I, I, uh, I know I, I've been, I've been making fun of you for this whole segment, but, uh, I, I think I probably will check it out. Yeah. No. Yeah. Anyways, I came out of this movie and I was like, I want to dance. I want to dance all the time. Um, and I think that's another good, good thing. It's, uh, it's really absorbing and, uh, great to watch. Nice. So, uh, my, my thing for this week is, um, Avatar Last Airbender Imbalance by Faith Aaron Hicks and Peter Wartman. Uh, we, we decided not to do like a full episode for this one, uh, just so, because we wanted to sort of wrap up, uh, the Avatar stuff. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I, I know Nick that you don't enjoy this one to like a the same degree that you do like a lot of the others. I I personally found it like very enjoyable and I I, I liked it a lot more than North and South, which is the one we talked about in the last episode. Okay. Um I think that so what this is is that we are returning to the town from the rift. Uh it's it's basically a sequel to that uh and it's uh become a lot more developed. And there's this conflict going on between benders and non-benders uh, because there, there are uh, these benders who are like sort of 
breaking down these factories that have popped up, which uh, kind of primarily give jobs to non-benders. Um, and so there's this whole conflict at work. Uh, and for me, uh, it kind of made sense in justifying that conflict as like an extension of like Fire Nation imperialism uh, that like wasn't really explicit in um, in like the previous comics that we had seen this pop up in. Uh, and so like that for me made it work a lot more. Otherwise, I, I, I think that it's not quite as strong as as most of the Gene Yang stuff. Um, like I said, I enjoy it more than North and South. Uh, but at the same time, it it, it does suffer from, um, I think, some some occasionally weak character writing. Um, really? I, I think that, you know, we Toph is, like, very present, and she has some great lines, uh, but, like, she doesn't quite get a climax in the way that I'd like her to. Um, there, there's this kind of missed Chekhov's gun where she's teaching... You know, she she pretends to teach a character uh, metal bending, uh, but instead she's actually like trying to get info on the uh, the evil organization uh, that's working in this. Uh, and like, you know, what I thought that that was a, a setup for was like, you know, a big uh, metal bending fight at the end. Like maybe the the girl that she's teaching like actually figures out how to do it, and then like we have like sort of a rivalry. Uh, but that does not happen. <laughs> Uh, even though that character is like still around and there is a fight that they have. <laughs> yeah, there's like a boxing glove. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. They oh, had they both boxing glove. That is what happens. <laughs> a little weird. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I I generally really enjoyed it. It's a solid comic. Uh, I I like the art. It's it's no gear hero, but uh, the the coloring is uh, really enjoyable for me. Um, and I think the the characters are like really expressive, which is like a plus. It's still something I would recommend to an Avatar fan. Okay, um, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to bend on it too hard, um, just because it seems like you like it. I, I think that you know, just like all the comics, like all the characters are in character, and so mm-hmm. just something for like me. Like I enjoy just sort of revisiting old characters that I know so well and that like you know, feel so real in many ways and just seeing them just hang out. I do like, however, one of my favorite, actually, I really, 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 really like the scene in the first part where Aang and Katara, I guess this is a spoiler, but like, go hang out on like what will be Air Temple Island. And they're just chatting. And uh, it just feels mm-hmm. like a real conversation. And it feels like it has weight between them. And I, I really like sort of just an emotional moment that leads up to something, you know, in Korra that we know about in Korra, because a lot of it is like, plotty stuff like oh this will be republic city this will be like blah 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 but like in this one it's just sort of like two characters that like will probably live together there um and get married and i like that sort of that conversation holds weight because of what we know will happen and it's also just a really nice conversation does that make sense yeah 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 it's a nice moment i like it and you know that's why Mm -hmm. any avatar comic is sort of worth it it's for like even if the plot isn't there or you know whatever it is like as long as all the characters are in character and you have some nice moments like that it's sort of worth it mm-hmm. yeah would you like to move on to the main event i would so today we are talking about frozen 2 uh which is a new movie that came out several weeks ago uh as of the other day, I believe it made a billion dollars, which is Whoa, really surprising to me. <laughs> That's surprising. 
I guess not. Did, did how much money did the first one make? I think also a billion. But a slower burn, perhaps. Maybe I made that up. Oh, the first one made one point two billion. Yeah. I had no idea. It's a very popular movie. Yeah, I, I huh? I I never realized. That's impressive. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Good for the Disney Corporation. <laughs> <laughs> Do you wanna you wanna start with our sort of opinions on the first one? Since I don't really know yours and it's been a while, like Um I, I have no opinion on the first Frozen movie. Have you none seen whatsoever. It? <laughs> I've seen it. It's been a long time. Okay. I think my opinion was it's fine. It's good. It's got some good moments. It's not the best thing ever. Good yeah. good songs. That's important. Yep, good songs. I do enjoy the Frozen soundtrack. I'm right. so more I familiar guess, with the Frozen soundtrack than I am the movie as a whole. <laughs> I guess you and I are sort of on the same page about the first one. Yeah, uh, which <laughs> seems is never, like it's fine. It's good. Like I don't know. I don't think I've rewatched it that many times. Um, mm-hmm. But it's. I think Frozen's good. Frozen's good. A soft good. Um, <laughs> and uh, I also want to do a disclaimer um, before we even start this conversation. That I All watched right. a, uh, what do you even call this? Dubbed. I, I watched a dubbed version, and uh, oh. I watched a dubbed version including the songs, and it's been two weeks, and that's my disclaimer. Um, so there you go. You watched a? It, did it have subtitles? No, it was dubbed. So the the songs. This wow, that's interesting. <laughs> you yeah. watched the Slovenian version of Frozen too? Yes. That's. Wow, I, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean the songs are the same. It's the same songs. They're just different. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not prepared for that. <laughs> yeah, at first I had this idea where we play a game where I guess the name of the songs, but um, I I looked at them, so it's not 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 a fun <laughs> game anymore. I looked at the actual names. What if um, so we've talked about this a li- a little bit. You you like the movie more than i do i think yeah what if some of that is what if what if they changed shit in the slovenian version i don't think they we'll see we'll, we'll find out. i don't think they changed stuff <laughs> that would be pretty dramatic that'd be like all the, the the voice from a film and trying to change the plot as much as possible and still have it make sense <laughs> that'd be crazy <laughs> anyways if they just like released like an abridged version of the movie <laughs> to theaters, yeah. we could do that. We could, we could just try to make a different version too. With the same <laughs> wow. Okay, so um, I would like to start off with the fact that I don't think this movie makes any sense. I, Joe, listen, it does make sense. You just have to think about it a whole lot, which is what happened to me. <laughs> in the movie. Okay, so um. You know, I I guess let's just hmm? just start where it starts. Okay, okay. So we we you know in 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 the past, uh, we we have this flashback to to Elsa and Anna as 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 children. Uh, in the their their parents come in and they put them to bed. Actually, I missed that too because I was like five minutes late to the movie. Holy shit! (laughs) All right, sorry. Go keep going. (laughs) It's important that I hear this. Um, so we have this scene where, (laughs) I'm still not over this, um, (laughs) 
we have this scene where, where where their parents come in and they 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 put them to bed uh and their dad is like here's a story about um how you know uh there's this there's this other kingdom uh or the, this this um this other people in the woods uh and they're called the North Aldra um and we used to be friends with them but now we're not because they 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 betrayed us and they started fighting us for no reason uh and uh now there's a there's a magical mist that that prevents people from entering the forest um and then uh what we have happen next is their mom puts them to sleep and and uh gives them a lullaby uh that tells them about this uh this this river that lies to the north whoa uh, i missed that song hold on (laughs) is that a song like in the movie that's a song oh crap all right, I'll, I'll tap in when I tap. It comes up. It's a it's a it's a lead motif in the movie. They they it comes up multiple times. Is it that sound? Um, it's is oh, sort of adjacent yeah. to that is sound. That? What? <laughs> it's adjacent to that sound. Okay, good. Um, it. <laughs> uh, and it, it the song sort of tells them about this this river that has has memories uh, within it. Uh, but but you know don't don't go too deep because uh, bad things will happen if you go too deep in the, the memory river, uh, which is called Adahollin. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's the song. No, no, no. I just I just didn't realize how much of this movie I'd missed because I came in and everything made sense. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, so then we, we cut to the present day, I believe. Um, I could be... I, I believe what we, what happens next is we cut to Anna and and Olaf and they they have a fun song about hey this is what everybody's doing in the present yes, uh, some okay. some am, some ambiguous amount of time after the first frozen movie I tap in tap in that's where I came into this movie um, okay so I missed some important context which makes sense why I had, why I had to think about that movie so so much after. Okay. <laughs> um, right, cool. and- what also happens that I neglected to mention just now during the first scene is that we we get the establishment that there are four types of magic, and the the North Aldra people used magic in the past, um, and that there are spirits associated with each element of magic. That is what we know. Wow, I um, missed that. <laughs> But it's established extremely lightly. Okay, I have like a I, 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 I maybe explained it just now more than they explain it actually in the movie. Right, that's that's a thing in this movie. Not explaining things well, but also, <laughs> yeah, Jojo, I have a question. Is it is it one spirit for each element, or is it spirits for each element? Well, I have no fucking idea because this movie sure as hell doesn't care. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm glad. Um, okay, this is. <laughs> Let's move on. I, I view this as a massive problem with this movie. <laughs> yeah, this movie does a lot of... This was sort of my, my general reaction to this movie. It's like, it does crazy things, and you're like, what? And then it like does a bare minimum explanation, and then you're sitting there, and you're like, wow, can't wait for that to be explained in more detail. And then it does another yeah, I mean, crazy thing, and you forget about the first crazy thing, and then it, it, just, it just keeps going. I'll, I'll, I'll get to this more later, but... Um, uh, so there, there are apparently one spirit per element. I think, and what I, what I, what I think I figured out is that the 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 salamander creature we meet later that Elsa befriends that is on fire, that is the fire spirit. Yeah, duh. And then the 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 the, the wind that shows up 
Gale, Gale the Wind. Gale, Gale the Wind is the air spirit. Mm -hmm. And then the water horse is the water spirit. Obviously. Which is odd because Elsa (laughs) controls water. Uh, Joke. Do you not know that? And then and then I'm I'm not I'm not sure what the earth spirit is unless it's the the, the giants which is odd because the thing about the giants is that there's there are there are like 30 of them there are so many of them that's that's something i was confused about okay and also what are the trolls then because those are magical creatures so they're trolls Uh, what are you talking about they're just trolls yeah but like (laughs) if you go i i know it's just like if you're explaining this magic system in the first movie, they were just trolls. Yeah, but they did—they didn't bother to establish like rules of how things worked in the first movie. All right, well, magic—you took it. You took it in the first movie. You took that spoonful of magic, and you just accepted it. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> right, moving on. And so, the so there's a song yeah, about uh, what's been going on, and it's there's a song about what's been going on in, in like the in, first movie. It feels like if you added ten minutes to the first movie. Sure, uh, and you know I'm a I'm a I'm a sucker for this type of song, the 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 sequel catch up song. <laughs> uh, I can't think of that many actual other examples in popular fiction. I know they they had one recently in uh, in Steven Universe the movie, uh, which I enjoyed. But um, check, check your mind for Phineas and Ferb. Probably something like that somewhere. Probably. All right. Um, but it's a it's a trope I enjoy, uh, and I generally enjoy this song. Uh, there, there are, but it does bring in two of my problems with the movie. Uh, one, which is that Olaf is incredibly annoying. <laughs> Dude, just how, that's a problem. <laughs> yes. How about Olaf in the first movie? What's his problem? I, 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 we're not talking about the first movie. I haven't seen the first movie in a long time. Oh, okay. He, he may well be annoying in that movie. <laughs> I think equally annoying, maybe more annoying in the first movie. All right. I don't know. He's an annoying guy. He's a lot. He's stupid. Um, and the the, the, the other thing, <laughs> the other thing we have in this song, uh, which may not exist in the Slovenian cut, uh, is that at the end of the song they declare that um, their their the the flag of Arendelle will always fly, uh, which is a weird declaration to make in a song that is otherwise not about Arendelle. Uh, so I took the in my version. I remember the song okay. with them going into the gates and talking about how much they're always going to be there for each other. Yeah, that that also happens. Okay, maybe I don't um, know then. But this struck me as super weird uh, because, you know, say having this big declaration at the beginning of your movie uh, that, that the flag of your nation will always fly in a movie that is like, you know, about to some extent the conflict between different groups of people, like makes it seem like something is going to happen to the nation. But then nothing happens. Whoa, I disagree. Like, like, no, but like that is never called back to. <laughs> Maybe it just rhymed. Did you think of that? Like, like Arendelle is is. Maybe it rhymed in the song, and they needed a rhyme. Okay, so 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 Arendelle is in danger later in the movie, uh, but that's like the first time we see it <laughs> through the whole movie, uh, like after the characters leave and go on their adventure. Okay, yeah. Like, you know, the, and, and then nothing happens to it because the danger is immediately reversed. Yeah, but like, he's in danger. <laughs> what else do you want? Like, what if it was a nuke in, like, a spy movie that was going to nuke Arendelle? 
I mean, there, there's. <laughs> that would be a threat. You want to, you want to see something burn? Is that isn't you want some Arendelle destroyed? Is that what you want? I mean, like in a in a in a spy movie, they, they don't have a big declaration at the beginning of the movie that that like you know the city that that. Uh, you know, whatever, like, if they had a declaration at the beginning of said spy movie that you've invented, that the, the, the city will always exist, then I expect, like, something to happen where, like, <laughs> there's gonna be some tension over whether the city exists, rather than just, like, you know. tension. Yeah, but I'd like, like, you know, some ac- actual exploration of that. <laughs> sure, this is the biggest nitpick I've ever heard in my entire life. Well, no, this is what the movie's about. <laughs> what? Joe, it's the line in the song, and you're worried because the threat's not big enough, or I don't what. Well, no, I'm 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 annoyed because like this seems like it what is what the movie should be about, but mm-hmm. it's not what the movie's about. Like we 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 never like you know we don't get much on like you know how the people of North Aldra like feel about like right, you know okay, okay. being. Yeah, or like what it. their culture is even like. Yeah, or I'm like right there. Okay. Okay. Um, the next thing that happens in this movie is that they all play charades. <laughs> yes, all that your, is what happens. <laughs> all your favorite characters play charades. Um, I think this scene's all right. I think it's funny. I think it's fine. Joe, thoughts? Sure. Yeah. Uh, I I think it's fine. I have no complaints. How do you feel about Olaf in this scene? Um, not the worst. Okay. <laughs> I actually like the part in the scene where, where Elsa is shy because I think that characterized her well and I forgot because I hadn't seen the first one in a while. Um, and I think it worked really well. She looked... Sure. I felt... I was like, oh, little little baby. I was like, let me, uh, <laughs> let me make you less shy at server charades. Um, <laughs> what happened? Oh, that was a weird thing too where her, she got scared because her charade cards was ice or something, right? What was it? No, I mean, I, I, I think... You know, there was some element of like her being uh, weird about that, but like you know, I think what sets her off is that in the, the very next moment she hears this voice. That he's right, right. So Elsa's calling been hearing to her. voices in her head um, for a really long time, and it sounds like her mom's lullaby, but it, like really angelic, and it's my favorite sound ever. Um, and it goes like Nick is obsessed with this sound. Ah. <laughs> And it's like that throughout the whole movie, and it's great. I love it so much. Um, <laughs> and it's also in the main song, I guess. But So then what we have is that uh, uh, Anna sort of uh, comforts her because, uh, you know, Elsa's acting a little strange. Uh, they, they go to bed. Anna, like, does a reprise of the lullaby um, that their mom oh. sung them. Okay, um, then I did hear it. Boom. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's an abbreviated version in that. But, uh, yeah. Um, and so then, you know, Elsa gets up and she does this big number, uh, this big musical number, uh, called into the unknown. Uh, and, and she's, you know, uh, what that is about is she's worried about like balancing her responsibilities to her family and her kingdom at home versus like her, her long to go on an adventure of self-discovery. Um, and at the end of that, uh, she, she creates a bunch of ice runes in the sky mm-hmm. and she declares that, <laughs> Uh, uh, then a bunch of funky shit starts happening in town. Uh, all the fire goes out. All the, the there's uh, the elements. Uh, They're here. Yeah, all the all the all the elements are are going wacky. Uh, you could even say that Arendelle was in danger. 
And so, yeah, and, but then they then they evacuate the 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 city with no, Wait, with no problem. Did you have a question? I actually forgot I had this question during the movie because this movie just keeps mm-hmm. throwing things at you. It's probably a question I have. <laughs> but um, did Elsa do that stuff? Did she? Did she? Did she wake up the? So what she says is, she says, "I oh, I, I woke up the spirit. I don't know how she knew this. Um, I, it, I guess it's like, indicated by her like like doing the thing with the runes that she had created." Um, but uh, uh, this See, is this really is strange like because the forest has been angry. The rest of this movie implies that, like the, that the forest is like angry, and now it's time, and like now it's showing its anger. But like, why now? Did Elsa start it? Which is odd because, like, if I'm really not sure, because also, like, we know what the spirits are by the end of the movie, or at least like we we think that we've established that. You and me, we just talked about this. So there there mm-hmm. are there are four, and we know what they are. And then the fifth mm-hmm. one, as Elsa discovers at the end of the movie, is her. Uh, she's which, the Avatar. You know, I have right? my own problems with. Yeah, she's. I guess. Um, she only seems she, to be able to control water. Uh, but, yeah, but wait, wait, water? No, ice. Wait a moment. No, the, she Whoa. she controls water pretty clearly in this movie. <laughs> wait a moment. Does that mean all this ice stuff has just been like cold water bending? I think that's the indication. Oh, because like God. there's no men- there's no mention of like ice in the movie. I thought ice was what the Avatar had. <laughs> I thought ice was like the binding substance. Oh, you know, you know what's funny? <laughs> no, they really lay on the. I don't know if they have this in the um in the Slovenian version, uh, but they really lay on thick the Avatar comparison because at the end of the movie, uh, uh, Elsa is like, "Oh yeah, I'm the bridge." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And Anna's like, and then they have like, "Oh, but the bridge needs two sides, and the other side is Anna." Yeah, that. Didn't I'm not sure how that's supposed to work in the yeah. lore, but it's a. <laughs> It's a fine metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> and that didn't make any sense. Yeah, I, I, I was so confused as to what they meant there. Sides. I, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Every shirt has two sides. What? <laughs> um, to be fair to the movie, there's a lot of bridge imagery. So that is like a motif that they're playing with. <laughs> I guess. Um, anyways... So the crazy thing that happens in this scene is that they evacuate the entire city and they bring them on a big hill. Um, yeah, and, and what was wild to me about this is that, like, you expect, like, some establishing shot of, like, what's going on with the city. Like, you know, because what happens is, like, all the elements are going haywire and Elsa's like, oh, no, uh, the fire, water, uh, air, earth is next. Uh, so they, they, you know, evacuate everyone. Uh, I think under the presumption that, like, Arendelle is going to, like, fall into the water or something. But then that doesn't happen. <laughs> like, like nothing happens yeah. to Arendelle after everyone ev- evacuates. Like, like it, it's such hill. a weird. Yeah. Yeah. And sense. like, we never all... see, we never get like a shot of the city after that. They're just on the Even hill. They're still going haywire. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyways, they're on the and hill. So what, and, what... Then, and then, uh. Elsa and the gang are like, let's go into the unknown and see what this voice is on about, and also why it, or maybe me, is causing elemental problems in this village. Sure. Um, so what I have a problem with here is that, so in in, in Into the Unknown, which is a very well-written song, I enjoy all the songs I in like this it. movie. Uh, 
It's good. Um, but the problem I have is like what it's saying is basically like so Elsa she's assuming this conflict between like her responsibilities to like Anna and her people, uh, and also like between uh and like with her going on this journey of self discovery. But like she doesn't know that like she doesn't know yet that Anna is against her going on this journey, which isn't even like something that fully materializes until later. Um, well, look, she knows that <laughs> Anna would be against her going on this journey. But that's not, like, established in the movie. <laughs> I, look, you don't remember what I was like in the first one. <laughs> this could be totally valid. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> then, like, the, there, this conflict doesn't matter because, like, you know, there's not really a choice that's made. It's just like, oh, well, then Elsa accidentally wakes up the spirit, which we still don't know what that is. Um, and then they, they are forced to go on the journey. And yeah. they all go together anyway, so there's no consequence. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I feel like between Anna and Elsa, there's there's some stuff going on later in the movie. Uh, as far as the journey goes, maybe Elsa started it by doing ice magic. I don't know. Look, the point okay. is the adventure has started, and that's the, that's the important thing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is where Olaf comes in pretty heavy, heavy hitting. And uh, right. Um, so. I think he's okay funny on that road trip bit. Uh yeah, he's fine. Okay. That's uh he has this he has this we'll get into this later, but he he has this big number about how he's he's worried that things don't make sense to him right now cuz he's he's young cuz he's a young snowman. Oh yeah, that's the um, next part. Why don't we just jump into that? They go into sure. the mist, bingo bango, now they can't get back. Olaf is separated from the others and attacked by the elements. <laughs> mhm. And he has this uh, great and, joke. And, How do you feel about the Samantha joke? I thought that was hilarious. Uh, I didn't think it was funny at all. Really? Oh, yeah. Um, and then the elements attack him. He sings. Yeah, about and he he sings about it. And there, there's there's some imagery that I'm questioning because at some point there's like a bunch of monsters in a cave, uh, and we don't we don't learn what the monsters are. What? what? He like enters a cave and there's a bunch of like glowing red eyes. It's just like a thing in the song. Just... Okay. <laughs> Come on. Come on. That's fine. That that yeah. doesn't bother me much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, a fire starts? Question? Uh, there's some conflict, and then, and then we meet uh, the, the North Aldrin people mm. uh, who are in a fight with like a group of, of uh, uh, soldiers from, from Arendelle who have been like mm. trapped in the mist. And I guess the idea is that they've been fighting like this whole time for like the uh, basically. So so. The mist has been up since Elsa's Elsa and Anna's dad was a child, correct? Mm, like, I, don't I know, think I that's the beginning of the movie. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I, I think that's the deal, um, <laughs> which is interesting because that means that these people have been fighting for like. A while. Wait, wait. Maybe you can go in, but you can't go back. No, no. It's clearly established there's a border. But they were because El- Elsa. Back. No, because Elsa needs her magic to get in. Oh. All right. I guess. Um, yeah, right. Sure. Yeah. So we we meet these people, and then then uh, what they find out is that Elsa and Anna's mom was actually from North Aldra, and that she could. Uh, wait, wait, control wait, wait, wait. air. 
Dude, you forgot about the really funny part where Olaf summarizes the first movie. It's funny. That also happens. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> okay, you can do your thing now. <laughs> uh, and so then we, we, you know, the the conflict sort of between the soldiers and the the uh, the North Aldrin people ends because they 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 realize that that Elsa and Anna are are uh, you know of both peoples uh, and they're here to help everyone. Uh, which, you know, is fine, but also, like, introduces a bunch of, like, characters that don't really have much to do in the movie, uh, which is odd to me, uh, just because, like, you're, you're, you're introducing all these, like, you know, potentially interesting characters, uh, and then you're choosing to do, like, nothing with them. Like, like, these, none of these, like, like, only really the, the lead, uh, uh, soldier, uh, from Arendelle, like, really does anything I like in him. the movie. <laughs> Do I have a question about that man and that scene where he's talking to Anna? Sure. Um, in in my version, he asked something like, is Elsa seeing anyone? Um, did he say that also? Um, so he's talking about a character back at the village. He's not talking about Elsa. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, really? I assume that's the same in... Even uh, so you just missed it. Yeah, I probably just missed that because because at like, the end, at the end, he's talking to like the old lady. Yeah, in Arendelle, he's talking about her. Okay, never mind. I, I, that was just me being stupid. Then <laughs> I was like, yeah, I just I picked up on that, and I was like, wait a moment, is he hitting on Elsa? Um, yeah, <laughs> no. Okay, I missed that. Sorry. Yeah. Um. So then we we meet like. A couple side characters, uh, you know, there, there's a boy who's friends with Kristoff because they both like reindeer, uh, oh, which yeah. is actually pretty funny. <laughs> um, and th- there's this whole bit where uh, that boy helps Kristoff build a proposal thing because uh, he's been he's the Kristoff's he, main bit in this movie is that he's been trying to, to propose to Anna, but uh, circumstances keep getting in the way. Uh, which I think is stupid because it doesn't like do anything for either of their characters. It just means that like, Oh, there's funny coincidences happening and he doesn't get to do the thing he wants. Yeah. Also Anna in this movie, uh, I don't, she, she was like, not that kind to Kristoff. I don't know. Yeah. It's, like- it, it's just like elaborate misunderstandings. So she's like, they're both contorted in weird ways to like have like the have misunderstandings it, yeah. repeatedly happen. Yeah, uh, which I feel is like to make that happen, they keep having Anna just like straight up ignore Kristoff, or like She's just like, like uh, assume that he has ill intent for some reason. Yeah, that was weird too. But she's like, um, oh, even though they've, great, but I gotta go check on my sister because yeah. she's more important than you. <laughs> um, and I'm they seem bed. to be they seem to be building up one of two threads, neither of which happens because Kristoff completely disappears in the last half of this movie. Uh, but um it's either that he's nervous uh which is fine it's a very simple arc but like you know it it would work if there was anything to it or that he feels inadequate because there are lines in one of the songs he sings about him feeling like you know he he maybe can't measure up to elsa in terms of importance in anna's life but they don't do anything with either of those (laughs) that song was great though Oh, that song is hilarious. Yeah, hilarious. They do it in like a 90s like boy band, I guess. Or maybe yes. not boy band. Like video. I thought that was... There's, um, 
There's a Weezer cover of that. <laughs> I really like that the reindeers do singing. I think that was funny. <laughs> um. Yeah, so so the. the <laughs> So the other the other characters that are introduced and are summarily forgotten about are this uh, this old woman uh, who's like the chief, I suppose, of the um, of the North Aldra people, mm-hmm. um, and also this this girl that Elsa talks to for for one scene where uh, they sort of bond over their shared heritage uh, and they they sing the lullaby uh, that uh, their mom sung to them at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Girl never pops up again, uh, but I suppose she's cool because Elsa has a friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then misunderstanding um, happens, and Anna and Elsa go off alone and leave Kristoff in the woods. <laughs> right, <laughs> uh, and then what happens is that they discover that uh, the the ship of their parents, which they had previously thought, uh, uh, wait, I, I, I su- you know what we forgot? Hmm? The dam. The dam. They establish that there's this big dam uh, that the the uh... Joe, hmm? the, the soldiers from Arendelle are protecting the dam. The soldiers from Arendelle are protecting this dam. Uh, that... And also, the dam would flood Arendelle. <laughs> right. Uh, the Arendelle put in this dam. Uh, basically, I think is an act of, of war. Like it's the main. It's the main oppressive thing that besides the mist that the the Arendelle people <laughs> did to to the North Aldra people, which again is like ill-defined. Um, Anyways, the dam is there. Yeah, the, the dam is is sort of instituting the, this divide between them, and if it were to be broken down, it would flood Arendelle. Why, um, the is... why do the North people not... Why is that dam bad? I'm very confused about this. I'm also confused about why the dam is put there in the first place. I don't know. Like, I understand why it's there symbolically. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's, you know, it's an oppressive power structure. Haha. But, uh, like... But, but okay, we'll, we'll get to this You later. know, I, I, I don't understand what the purpose is. I mean, it's why they built the water, I guess. So Arendelle doesn't flood, right? Sure, but, like, the water was presumably fine before they built the dam. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> then they find the ship their parents died on, which is just another like explosion in my brain. Like what? Yes, uh, and that's the scene where Elsa explicitly bends water. She does. Yeah. Oh, to make it yes. Cause, yeah, yeah. Because right. one of one of one of Olaf's only actual purposes in this movie uh, like is, is to is to repeat this line about how water has memory. Uh, <laughs> Here's a script, bud. You got it? Hmm? They just give him a piece of paper that says water has memory. And he is <laughs> and that's the deal. Yep, that's what happens. Um, which essentially, for the purpose of this movie, means that Elsa can can go to locations in the forest and, and in the world, uh, and she can use her ice powers to uh, recreate scenes of what happened in the past. Which I thought was cool. Oh, I think it's pretty cool too. I, yeah, I enjoy cool. that as a visual and as yeah. like a creative concept. Um, and what she does in that scene is that she uses the water in the shipwrecked boat uh, to create like a, a, a vision of how their parents died. Which I thought was cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I 
I enjoy that. Uh, what we have after that is that Elsa decides that she needs to go off on her own, uh, and Anna says, no, uh, I, I always want to be with you, and also, I won't let you get in danger. You can only be in a moderate amount of danger. Uh, <laughs> and this is, this bothers me because I feel like it's, at this point, we have this continuity from, uh, where, where Anna's character arc is pretty firmly established as, like, you know, at the beginning of the movie, she is told, uh, by one of the, the people in Arendelle that, uh, you know, she should protect Elsa uh, and, you know, not let her get into too much trouble. And she's like, I will. Uh, and at this point in the movie, that transforms from that, uh, which is like, you know, a pretty weak character arc. And I can see how that, like, transitions to this. Uh, but I don't think they put the work in, uh, which is that she feels like she's being left behind and that she doesn't have a place in Elsa's life, uh, which she wants as her sister. Um and it's weird to me that they didn't, like, establish that from the beginning, since that's so much, like, it's a much stronger arc. <laughs> so it's it's odd to me that they come in halfway through. Mm-hmm. Like, like, they don't even have a line, like, it's it's sort of implied, so I'm willing to give them a pass on this, but, like, they, they it would have gone a long way to have, like, at the beginning of the movie, uh, for both of the characters, to have a line where, like, Anna goes, like, oh, I wish things could always stay like this forever, or something along those lines, you know? Mm-hmm. So like I, I'm about that. I was thinking about how the hell did their parents ship get up here, and then trying <laughs> to digest that like spoonful explanation they shoved down my throat about their parents secretly going the other way to try to discover Elsa's like origin of power, and then I was like, yeah. what going on? and I was like, I can't wait for them to explain that more, and then they don't, and then Elsa's like, I, my parents dying is my fault, and I was like, what is going on? <laughs> So then what Elsa does is she creates a, a, a little ice boat uh, and she kicks uh, Anna and, and Olaf into it and she sends them hurtling down the mountain Which into some river. In, so I'm, I'm sort of there and then Joe's thing and then me again and I'm like, what? They're hurtling down a hill in an ice boat? This seems extremely <laughs> dangerous. What is going on? <laughs> right, Joe, on. Uh, and so then, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sort of separate the arcs from now on since they're very distinct. Um, but so Elsa goes off and she, um, she, she, uh, finds, yeah, yeah. She does that thing from the trailer where she goes off into the ocean. Then she finds this water horse. And there's uh, a water and, horse is where I'm back in. And I go, what? <laughs> water horse. All right. <laughs> uh, which I suppose is the water spirit. Uh, and then she, she goes off to, wait, the, wait, wait, um, cause I'm, I'm in again be- between that. Okay. The horse tries to drown her. It tries to kill right. her. Huh? Why does it do that? <laughs> I was shocked again. Okay, so so eventually she gets on top of it, and they're friends, uh, and they're they're riding off towards the the, the river towards Adaholan, uh, and Elsa has this. Yeah, and Elsa has this realization, uh, which I admittedly did love as as they approach. With the waterfall main is being ridden by Elsa on a stormy sea. To a river that's in the sea. I, yeah, it's a it's a great visual. This great visual. I've been I've been ragging on this movie. This movie has great visuals. Oh, I just want to with another thing. Um, Elsa's dress. I'm not sure if this is the first one, but like, is not a dress. It's like it like just fades into her skin. It's made out of ice. I was shocked. I was like, what what is going on? Um, continue. Yeah, that 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 is a thing from the first movie. Okay. Like some of her clothes are made out of ice. <laughs> but it like it just like fades. I, I was looking at it, and I was like, this is a children's movie. And then I, okay, you're, you're good, go. Okay. 
Um, so then she she has this great scene where they're going to Adaholan, uh, and they they approach a glacier, and she's like, "What? That's not Adaholan." And then she realizes, "Oh, of course, glaciers are frozen rivers. Adaholan is frozen." And there, yeah. there's that great line. <laughs> Wait, wasn't that before also though? Hmm? On the map, on her parents' map. I don't. I don't think so. All right. Okay. Whatever. I could be wrong. All right. Anyway, she goes in there. Uh, she goes in there. She she sings a song about uh, to to the the voice that she's been hearing, um, and she she it's this big song about self realization uh, and uh, about how you know she is the one with like the 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 power to determine who she is, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty good, and I think is a solid conclusion to her character arc i suppose yeah um, I, mean, I come in and i'm like what I, I i was like i wonder where this movie's going um because but she- it's also super weird because up until that point in the movie we've been led to believe that the voice is another person yeah well she's the avatar is the is the main part in this and she steps into like the middle of like the element snowflake and i was like oh she's gonna be the avatar now and then she gets a new dress right is that true oh it's a great new dress and I do want to. All these facts shock me in that order, and I'm still <laughs> trying to get over the horse trying to drown her. Um, and and then, and then there's. I like the 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 scarf cape thing she has. And then, um, and then there's a a clip show room, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's next. Where she's again her whole life. Like, what is going on in this clip show room? I can't wait to meet this voice person. And then the voice person is her mom, Joe. No, I the 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 voice person is like her own history. <laughs> not her mom. It's not cuz her mom has the biggest head in that clip show. Yeah, I mean I I I took it to mean that her mom was calling her. Maybe. I mean that is not <laughs> cuz her mom was passed out. That's what I thought. I mean, I, I think it's her mom because, like, her mom sung her the lullaby and ha- is the one who has, like, this connection to, uh, like... Her mom you know, was her, the avatar before, yeah. right? Joan? Hmm? Her mom was the avatar before Elsa? I I got no such implication. Oh, I thought I thought that. Maybe I made it up. That, that might be the case. We're shown that, like, her mom had air powers. What? Uh, but... At the beginning of the movie, it's shown oh. that like a lot of people from from uh, North Aldra had magic powers. Rats. <laughs> okay, cool. So it's it's unclear like it's unclear who was the fifth spirit before Elsa. I think her mom. Like she's. I think that. Okay, there's nothing to textually support that though. Well, I just thought it, so it must be true, <laughs> right? I mean. I don't remember where it was implied, but I feel like it, like it was in me at some point. Does that make sense? I mean, I thought maybe. I knew that is my is my point. Um, I, I don't know. Anyway, so she talks to her mom, and she's like, "Okay." Yeah, and then, and then, what happens is that Elsa goes in room in the goes in too deep, and she discovers all the bad things that that her people or that that no, 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 no. Uh, first she enters a room made of snowmen. And it's also a clip show, sort of, but with snow people. And I'm shocked again. I'm yet again shocked out of my mind. Yeah, you, you already mentioned this. Huh? You no, already Joe, mentioned this. Joe, there's a clip show room, and then there's a snow people room. And those two rooms are different. Okay. Both shocked me. 
So then she goes in and she discovers all the all the horrible things that Arendelle did in the past. Basically, the the war that we saw the beginning of the movie uh, simultaneously to this, uh, uh, Anna is also discovering this. Uh, but um, basically, the 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 war was made up, and and Elsa and Anna's grandfather on their father's side just wanted to acquire power, so he 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 killed this guy who was doing nothing, um, and. Uh, so you've got you've got this nice message about colonialism, and now it's bad. Uh, John, question. Sure. Have we seen her grandfather before? Nope. Because okay, I was <laughs> he's shocked. a non he's a non entity. I was shocked again. Well, this so is this is the thing that, that I'm this is the thing that I'm frustrated with. This is a character that like no one has any emotional investment in. Like even like you know Elsa and Anna, they're just like, oh, that sucks. Like was, you know they didn't they didn't know him. We don't know him. Like. You know, there's there's no like one clip flash, but like he wasn't really there. Yeah. Okay. But the point is the dam is bad, right? Mm -hmm. Because that guy made the dam and he was bad. Yeah, and and he's seeking power, basically. Mm. Uh, And so uh, then what we have happen is that uh, over in the other plot line, uh, Anna and, and Olaf have to avoid these 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 uh earth giants uh who are apparently the earth spirits uh as we've discussed more than one of them more than one of them uh and then anna and olaf discover that uh the same information we just went over um and And olaf dot oh wait no not yet sorry no no that's what happens uh because we forgot the part where elsa is frozen by her family oh right right uh elsa is is uh, you know, overtaken by by her bad family history, and she's frozen. Uh, but she sends out she sends out a message, uh, and the message goes to Anna. Uh, she discovers this information about how the grandfather uh, is bad, and then Olaf also dies, dies. Uh, because uh, Elsa is no longer there. I guess to sustain his magic. Um, checks out. That checks that out. That was that was fairly shocking. Um, See, I had Joe, no doubt in my mind that he would come back. Joe, do you see how many things in a row just shocked me in this movie? I was <laughs> awestruck. All right, continue. Um, and so then, then Anna sings a song about how, like, even though her sister is probably dead in in her mind, because um, she doesn't have the information that Elsa is frozen out there somewhere. Wait, 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 Joe. There was another thing that shocked me between these events. Okay. Doesn't Elsa, before she dies, send a, a message of ice to Anna? Yeah, that's what I just mentioned. You did? Yeah. Well, that shocked me. <laughs> I was like, she can do that? Anyways, as you were. Um, and so then Anna sings a song about uh, self-reliance and how she's learning to, to take care of herself and not depend on her sister, which, fine. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. And then she goes off and gets the soldiers to destroy the dam. I also want to mention that she's not with... worried about Kristoff this entire time. Yep, there's no mention of him. <laughs> Uh, and that's that's along with uh, the the earth giants. Uh, they they all throw rocks at the dam. She wakes wait, them up. Wait, wait, wait. That, okay, so in this part of the movie, Anna decides that it's time to destroy the dam because of the family history stuff, and it was yes. bad. And she just decides this on her own. And <laughs> I just I feel like it wasn't established enough that there's no people in Arendelle. Does that make sense? Because mm-hmm. when I was watching this, I was like, oh my god, like. She's gonna kill everyone. <laughs> and uh, no, I, I we we had seen them be on the cliff. <laughs> yeah, but Joe, it's been days. Are they still on the cliff? 
I mean, I, I don't, I don't, we never saw like anything that would suggest that Arendelle like continued, like returned to being habitable. I, Joe, I thought those people were going to, I thought she was going to sentence everyone in that town to death. <laughs> I, I believe that watching this movie and I was shocked, more shocked than before. And then she, yeah, uh, then, the then they, they end up destroying the, the dam with the help and of wait, the air. Kristoff comes to help and then she gets the soldiers on board somehow. And that shocked me also. All of this is shocking me. And I was like, oh my god, Anna is just going to kill everyone. Um, and and then the dam opens. Right, and then they send a, a wave of, of a lot of water uh, going through the, the you know, the, this this uh, ravine. Fjord. Uh, leads to Fjord. Uh, Look, even if, the, even, even if she's not going to kill everyone in the town. She's going to destroy all of their homes. Like on the <laughs> turn of it, like she just decides that I, it's still shocking. What a decision. She's like, I'm going to destroy the entire like kingdom. Is, is that not insane? Did that not shock you? I was shocked. <laughs> I mean, I, the same story beat happens in the third Thor movie and better, <laughs> Oh yeah, but everyone evacuates and everyone knows about it. Anna's just like, I'm gonna. Do I mean, it. yeah, everyone is already evacuated in this movie. But Joe, they don't. They don't have homes. We're like, this I don't just... think that's the biggest concern. <laughs> Joe, how's that not big? How is that not a big concern? People need homes to live. I don't know. This yeah. this seems crazy. I, I what bothers me is that. I, I don't really understand how, like, either Elsa or Anna's, Anna's character arcs, like, correlates to this whole theme of, like, you know, of uh, colonialism is bad. No, she's going to flood her entire way, her entire, like... Any, yeah, but what, 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 does that, what does that have to do with, like, Anna's self-sufficiency? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not arguing with you. I'm just, this is my reaction and that's yours. <laughs> I don't know all I can think about is this crazy thing that Anna's doing. And she got the other people on board. I was incredibly shocked. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. Um. Yeah. So then, then Elsa swoops in, saves the day. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, Hold on. Then I was shocked by the incredible animation of water going through this fjord. And oh yeah. Then I was shocked that Elsa transports from the water. She teleports to the other end of the. She she's back in Arendelle. <laughs> I was shocked. On the water horse, and then, and then she makes a big snowflake to stop the flood, like in flushed away, but more like frozen, and um, she stops <laughs> the flood, and 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 then she goes back to, okay, I actually don't remember what happened. And it's it's, it's fairly anticlimactic. What happens is she go back. She goes back to North Aldra, uh, then then Kristoff uh, proposes. Uh, everyone hugs it out, uh, well, and. Fine. Olaf's alive? Olaf is returned to life because uh, Elsa goes, do you want to build a snowman to Anna? Yes. And, and he, he, she makes him come back because water has memory, as we've learned. Cool. And so then we get in, we get a short epilogue uh, where it turns out that Elsa is staying with the North Aldra people to go on more adventures. Um, and she's occasionally going to vi- visit Anna and Kristoff, who are soon to be married. Uh, and uh, Anna is the new queen. And they send postcards. They Skype Yes. Um, using the wind. The wind spirit. 
It, that, hey, that actually. Um, so, 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 so there's um, there's that. a wild thing that probably doesn't exist in the Slovenian dub, uh, but um, at the at the end of this movie. Kristoff uh, uh, is like, oh, I don't know about these formal formal clothes. Uh, and then Anna goes to him, that's okay. I like you better in leather. Oh, she didn't say leather in my version. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I audibly like went to my, my brother who was sitting next to me, and I went, what? All right. Well, that sounds like something that would have shocked me also. That, so, that shocked me. Like, I, I don't know if that's like what they... In- like it, it maybe like what he normally wears is leather, which I don't think it is. I don't think so either. I um, love like, shoes in this movie. Oh, I can't believe I didn't see that. He had that's little... such an that's an that's such an odd thing to imply in your PG children's movie. Yeah, I missed that, but that's shocking. This movie is shocking. Christoph shoes had little pom poms. Just want to mention that it was great. <laughs> um, um so in wrapping in wrapping up. <laughs> Jojo, the letters thing reminded me of Spider Verse, and that's what I have to say. Yeah. Also, Elsa's how, how did how did that remind you of Spider Verse? <laughs> because he Skype calls at the end to the, the other verse. Oh sure. It's like the letter. I mean, but that's like you know the final scene, and it's not like explicitly stated. It's the same. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Um, and then Elsa can also turn her horse into ice, and it rides on land. I was shocked again. Yes, again I was shocked. Was cool. <laughs> Man, this movie was a roller coaster. I don't know if you've noticed, but the last like thirty minutes or so were, were a roller coaster for me. I couldn't even. Re- I was just shocked. I just told you how many times I was shocked. <laughs> I was like in the electric chair. Um, We've talked about this movie for a long time because it's so much to talk about. It's it's so bizarrely constructed. Like I okay, so so I wanna I wanna I wanna formalize it. Like I've come out like very negative on this movie, but there's a lot to enjoy. Like you know, the songs are great, uh, the visuals are fantastic. It's also just like a really weird movie, and I respect that. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's and they sure make a lot of just like interesting decisions that don't like hold together for me. But like it, it's fun to watch. I that's okay. That's also my reaction. Like I came out of this movie, and I was like, did I like that? And I was like, but I'm so I haven't had this strong and emotional like shocked reaction it wasn't like a bad emotion that i was like i have to give it credit for that because i am shocked and i like yeah thought about the movie for a really long time after and i was like how did that work um and the spirits and how many and i, I it was just wild and then i just recounted like the events and i was like wow i can't believe that happened because you forget mm-hmm. i mean there's there's like a lot of like shoddy plotting which i think just comes from like the long development cycle on animated movies like you know they had you know, sure they had like six years to make this but like they were probably like writing it while they were animating it uh no way that can't be true Carol. that happens a lot what? with animated movies because like you you have to revise while like scenes are being finished why don't they revise before because they have no time <laughs> they don't have time to write a script i mean sure but like you know i i like, like you have drafts. <laughs> All right, I, I've never heard of that, but that's that sounds crazy. Dude, dude, the development process on animated movies is crazy. Like, I would suggest looking into it. Yeah. Um, well, I think I think we've had the same reaction to this movie, except I really liked that it was crazy. It made me feel crazy, and you came out sort of. It was. I too- am. I am enjoying it. The more I think about it. 
like there are things that I can justify myself to myself that I can't, uh, like that I couldn't in the theater, um, which I think is making me like it more. Like I, I don't know if I would go back and watch it again, uh, but I, in a weird way, I, I, I do recommend it, just because it's like such a, it's such a, a fascinating ride. movie. It's a wild, wild ride. I think kids would really. I, I mean, clearly they do because it's made My a million dollars. Yeah, um, if I were like, you know, below the age of like twelve or thirteen, I, I would just like gobble this up. I, I gobbled. Uh, I, I, I'm above <laughs> that age and gobbled. I mean, we're we're, we're both children at heart. The thing <laughs> is that I don't really care about the first movie, or like mm-hmm. I don't really care about the continuity of this universe or like the rules in it. You know, and I don't care about the characters that much. So like, just the fact that this was so so entertaining was wonderful for me. Okay, I'm. I'm in a similar boat. I, I, I just think that, like, you know, if you are going to the effort to, like, establish rules for, like, magic and you're going to make, like, what that's, like, you know, 50% of what this movie is about, mm-hmm. like, you should actually, like, make that a thing as opposed to just, like, sort of alluding to them. <laughs> yeah. In the kind of I an inconsistent way. I thought, like, here's what I thought. I thought that that Disney was going to make a, a princess cinematic universe where the princesses were all different benders and that Moana would be the water bender <laughs> and that frozen Elsa would be the frozen bender. But I guess that's all out the window now. Rats. I was, I was surprised by this movie in that, like I just, when I saw the marketing, I assumed that they would be introducing princesses of different elements and that like, we'd meet at least a couple and there are none. Like they, they don't introduce like any new significant characters. Uh, there's an ice lizard. I mean, a fire lizard. There's no, not an ice there. lizard. It's a fire okay, lizard. Let's be done talking about Frozen too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, in summation, very weird movie. Uh, kind of shoddily crafted, but like you know, something that I would potentially enjoy. In certain circumstances. It's a wild ride. It's a wild, wild ride. Okay, you want to get on to our, our segment? Yes. Okay, so uh, when I went to see Frozen 2, I saw the trailer for Pixar's Onward uh, just before it, which is an urban fantasy movie with Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. Um, there are a couple cute D&D references in the trailer, so all this is a lead-in to say, uh, as we do every week on our recurring segment, we're going to be reminiscing about Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> over that time... Um... Remember that time uh, someone, your brother did a backflip and successfully he rolled for that backflip? <laughs> I do remember. All right. Um, remember that, that was that was in our second campaign. Uh, I want to establish that we, we, we did two. Uh, one was DM'd by me. The other was by our science teacher. I remember that time. Um, my name was Steely Tam because- Right. I, you were, you were a, a rogue- yeah, Steely Dan, but yeah. steel like steel. In remember that like... time, do you remember that time we went to Red Larch and all we got was this stupid T-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I do remember. Um, okay, I'm done. Your turn. Yeah, um, man, you remember those orphan ninjas? Yeah, actually. Yeah, what was that guy's name. Uh, Evan Guthrie. Ah, nice. 
and there was also you know the the your your old thieves guild master uh the snare people bar sticky fingers the snail pirates i do were they snails they were then how (laughs) how are they formidable enemies wouldn't they be they were big snails and that led into a, a Breaking Bad parody adventure. In a canyon. There was a canyon in that one. Yeah, uh, I should establish that. There's negative life points, so you can't just fall off a cliff and then revive yourself or something. <laughs> that was that was the same um, the same adventure on which uh, 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 Baldor put his dick. Oh, yeah. He just put his dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what a good one. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, we had some good times. Oh, I, I, I was... Asa was a rat, and uh, that's it, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, uh, Nick, you've got a, a wise quote for us. Of course I do. Um, this week is common knowledge quote, but I'm going to repeat it because it's wise. Never go to a second location with a hippie. All right. Uh, thank you for listening to Out of Our Heads, a pop culture podcast from the minds of Joe Bortner and Nick Protobapis. You can contact us at outofourheadspod at gmail.com, and my Twitter handle is at Joby underscore draws. You can read my webcomic, Aeronaut, at jobydraws.com. As always, Nick has nothing to promote. Uh, we'll be back next week. In the meantime, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. It would really help with the show. Uh, next week, we've also got a special guest uh, to talk about the Rise of Skywalker. More on that then. <laughs>